The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. With us today on Top of the Stretch, the Race Secretary, Director of Racing for MGM Northfield Park, Dave Bianconi. Dave, welcome to this afternoon's broadcast. Hey, Roger, thanks for having me on. Uh, winner. Oh, we got hit in the last couple of weeks pretty heavy. Uh, how has it affected the, the racing at Northfield? You know, we were pretty fortunate, Roger. Uh, usually in the northern part of the state we get it worse, but this year, uh, especially the last few weeks, I know southern Ohio had it worse than we did. So we haven't had any major disruptions. The only cancellation we had was one day back in December when we got a, just a ton of snow lake effect. But since then uh, – it has not been all that bad by Northeast Ohio standards. When you have a cancellation due to winter weather or something like that, how does it affect the race office and the way you racing schedule from then on? Well, you do try to do your best to get those horses that were canceled out back in as quickly as possible, whether that means you add a card if, if you can or, you know, hopefully right conditions where they can get back in. Um, you know, so those guys don't miss another week of racing. In the winter time, is it a good horse supply for Northfield? Uh, when we, you know, we raced five days a week, uh, November, December, and that stretches it a little thin. Although we do have, you know, through the late fall, quite a few horses still racing. Then we drop back to four days to, days a week in January, and we're actually you know, pretty full the box was. But now in February, it's lightened up a bit. So we're we're not exactly overstocked. We're just about right for, for four days a week. Uh, do you have the other states uh, uh, sending horses to, to Northfield more so in the wintertime than you would in the summer? Yes, that, that's probably true. With fewer tracks open at this time of year, we do get uh, some guys – uh, this year from Ontario because they were shut down with the COVID uh, restrictions in Ontario, but that's about to end. So we did have some Ontario guys here, and we always get you know a few from here and there, Michigan, Indiana, uh, Pennsylvania, but um, the Ontario influx was the, the biggest one in the last couple of months. You know, we have the uh, curfew that was put into effect, and it originally uh, – was 10 o'clock, and so the racetracks went to a 4 o'clock post. Then it was backed up to 11, and uh, uh, Miami Valley and Dayton, they decided to stay with their 4 o'clock post, but I noticed Northfield moved back to 5 p.m. What was the reasoning for that? Yes, well, you know, Miami Valley is, you know, races in the day quite a bit, so I think for them it probably worked out a little better than it did for us. Uh, Our Fans and patrons are used to us racing at night, and, you know, we simply do better between 10 and 11 o'clock than we do between 4 and 5 o'clock as far as handling money is concerned. So that was why we moved it back to 5 when the curfew went to 11. Now, when it goes back to midnight, we have to make a decision. Eventually, we'll probably move back to our normal 6 o'clock post. Certainly by the spring when Thistledown opens, we'll move back to our 6 o'clock post. But it might not happen immediately uh, when the curfew ends. Has the earlier post time affected your total mutual handle? Uh, 
not really too badly because in addition to the early post time, which probably didn't help us, a lot of other tracks not racing <laughs> did help us. I mean, Ontario has been out for nearly two months. You know, Yonkers had a bunch of cancellations. So our, our handle thus far in 2021 has been superb. But uh, I think, you know, when all the other tracks come back, we are going to move back into our normal, uh, you know, evening time slot. Racing year round, does your condition sheet uh, that you have for the horses uh, to be racing, does it change much over uh, the entire year? It has, I would say yes and no. It's got the same basic template, but it does change a lot when I have, you know, series throughout the year. And then certainly through the summer stake season, you really have to move things around quite a bit. And then when we go to the five-day schedule, November, December, I have to, you know, double up on classes several times a week uh, to fill as well. So I would say it's the same basic template, but it's not usually exactly the same week to week. Is there any problem uh, as far as racing when you race year-round compared to tracks that just race seasonally? Does that create yeah, to... some problems? The... The problem is I have to work too much. I want Jason Roth's job at Scioto. I, I talked to him. He's uh, having a cocktail out in the Lanai, and I'm uh, I'm still working. That's the that's the biggest problem I see with uh, year-round racing. <laughs> no other real problems. No, I mean sometimes horse supply. Uh, sometimes you know, like for instance, during the curfew, uh, obviously the casino part of the MGM wasn't handling as much money because they weren't open as much. If you're a seasonal track, you know, you can make that up in the next few months because you're dark anyway. For us, you know, we constantly are paying out purses week after week after week. You kind of have to balance your purse pool on the fly rather than having like, you know, a dark time to be able to, to rest for a minute and just, and just make money to, you know, to bankroll for like a war chest when your meat starts. Your featured races that you have during the year, uh, you cut back on a few last year with the heavy uh, COVID uh, operation. Uh, is that going to change this year, or hopefully to, is it going to change? Yes. Um, the Battle of Lake Erie we did not have in 2020. It is back in 2021 on uh, Saturday, June 5th. Uh, the Cleveland Trotting Classic we did not have last year, and I'm not having it this year either. The weekend we normally have it uh, around the 4th of July. The Meadowlands moved a bunch of stakes there, and instead of having the Cleveland Trotting Classic, I actually have a new race for Ohio Sire Trotters, an invitational called the uh, the Tom Aldrich, uh, uh, named after a guy you know, Roger, that was our former uh, GM here for many years, and that is uh, for Ohio Sire Trotters, four and up, by invitation, and that is the night of the Milstein, uh, August 14th. And what's the next date that's on the horizon from right now? What ought to be your first big event? Uh, Battle of Lake Erie on uh, on Saturday, June 5th, is our first uh, big stake of the year. Now, is that an invitational? It's an invitational for, like, yeah, the best, uh, you know, free-for-all pacers in the sports. And then, uh, these... the mil, you know, the mills. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Raj. Well, I was just going to say, having a uh, race such as that early in the year, 
Is that an advantage or a disadvantage? You know, I like the slot that it's in. It's the night of the Belmont, actually. So we can have, like, you know, promote, come out for the Belmont, stay for the Battle of Lake Erie. And also, it fits in well on the schedule as far as other big races around the country. Uh, there are no other big free-for-all paces that weekend, so it's a better chance for me to get the, you know, some of the best horses here to, to Northeast Ohio. Uh, Ohio Sire State Finals, Buckeye Finals, the uh, Fair Finals, any of those races scheduled for Northfield this year? Yep. We do have Ohio Super Night. It is uh, Sunday of Labor Day weekend. That is Sunday night, September 5th. We're glad to have Ohio Super Night uh, back at Northfield. And I believe, gosh, I should know this off the top of my head, I think we also have the uh, Buckeye Stallion Finals the night of the Courageous Lady. I think that is Saturday, October 16th, I want to say, is the Courageous Lady and the... uh, uh, the fair finals, or not the fair finals, the uh, Buckeye Stallion Series finals. You know, uh, the uh, Sire State finals normally had been held on a Saturday night, and then uh, I think it was a year ago or so they moved it to a Sunday. Uh, is Sunday a, a good night for the Ohio Sire State finals, you think? It is. In fact, the last time we hosted it, which I think was, was it 2019 or 2018? I'm not even sure. The last time we hosted it was also Sunday night of Labor Day weekend. And despite the fact it was a monsoon, uh, we had a a very good night. So the fact that there's a holiday the day after uh, certainly helps the on-track crowd better than a normal Sunday night. So we're going to give it a whirl again on, uh, on Sunday the 5th. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. 